subscribers, man. We're back with another show, man. Episode 27, I believe. You know, I'll be uh, not remembering at the beginning. But yeah, I believe episode 27, man. We appreciate all the subs, man. We've been on for like a week. So yeah, we back on. We got a dope show for y'all. We got plenty of topics to get into. Um, yeah, we're going to get into some basketball, boxing. It's the Eyeball Network, man. I got my guy P-Boat with me. What's good, my guy? What's happening? What's good, CD? What's up, y'all? Yeah, I'm your host, Jay Meeks, man. And uh, first off, we'll get into uh, James Harden. We've already discussed he turned down the 50 million um, because the, the rumors and reports have been he wants to go to the Nets and play with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. And as of today, the new news is that um, he, he now is considering other teams. But the, also the news with that is that most teams aren't willing to give up any assets unless he's willing to commit long term, which we know he's not going to do unless it's a place that he wants to be. That's why the players have the leverage in this era. So, um, so yeah, so let's get into it, man. So um, he's, it doesn't look like he's going to be with the Rockets anymore. Um, and one of the teams that they're saying he may consider is the Sixers. But I'll just start off by saying that the Sixers, um, it just doesn't make sense as far as the trade is concerned if Daryl Morey is telling the truth because he already said he does not want to let go of either of his young guys, which is Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And I agree, why would you trade either of them for a 32, 33-year-old James Harden, as good as he is? I'm not doing that trade. So um, I would trade the other players, whoever else, and whatever picks for them. But I'm not letting go of my two top dogs for them. And even if I did, Ben Simmons doesn't um, make sense on Houston with John Wall. Um, So I wouldn't do that either. So um, that I don't think that happens, man. So I think James Harden knows exactly what he's doing, and he's forcing his way to the Nets. And I think um, the, the the Rockets going to end up realizing that we're going to have to do this deal with the Nets because we're going to lose this guy for nothing. But go ahead and talk about it, and then you know I'll give some more thoughts. Who want to go? Go ahead, people. Um, I, you know I feel like the writing is on the wall when a player doesn't show up to training camp or misses practice or. Don't talk to the media. He's, you know, in so many ways, he's saying, I want out of here. Now, you've heard of stars doing that before. But usually the team operates fast and get another star in there. But I guess to James Harden, you know, John Wall and um, Boogie Cousins is not big enough stars for him. You want to play for a championship team. I mean, he's 32 years old. He's not getting younger. Um, So I understand his frustrations. However, I don't really know where he's going to end up at, but we all know that Brooklyn probably has the best package to offer as far as young players and picks. Um, I mean, I don't see him working nowhere else like Toronto or anywhere else that James Harden goes. I think he messes up the team nucleus outside of Brooklyn because that's where he wants to be. So, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to play out, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Up, see how you feel. I know you feel probably differently. You know, Harden, man, I mean, you just – <laughs> the the rock the rockets are not like this terrible team i understand you want to contend for a championship but the rockets were actually a good team last year yeah. and not the same though they lost russell they right. lost russell you got wall i feel like that trade is a wash you got boogie cousins which you don't really know what you're gonna get for him but you didn't have a big man that was as talented as him last year so 
Coming off I mean, major like, injuries. He's coming off major injuries, but he's better than anything y'all had at the big. He's better than Tyson Chandler, who was on the team last year. They so, just kinda, they're not looking good, though, CEB. They're not looking good, but what I'm saying is the Rocket, like, he's acting like he's playing for, you know, the Atlanta Hawks and y'all are winning 17 games. Like, the Rockets won, like, almost 50 games last year. Right. And have been doing that year after year under James Harden's leadership. I feel like it's James. After 10 years, I feel like he's just tired of me, bro. He's just like, I want to. Maybe people are tired of James Harden because Harden has ran every teammate out of there. I mean, you got CP, you got Dwight, you got him up out of there. You want a CP3, you got him up out of there. You wanted your boy Westbrook, you got him up out of there. And now you want to go. So it's got to be you, man. It's you. It's you, bro. It's no other thing to say. Like, it's clearly James Harden, and I don't think his personality meshes well with another dominant superstar. It just doesn't work. I mean, it's, it's clear as day. He's, he, I mean, he's there. Re- the Houston is recycling guys year after year to try to find the right fit. And honestly, I feel like CP3 was the better fit out of all those guys because he took the ball out of James Harden's hand and let James Harden be a scorer, which I think he is. Harden can run the point in this Mike D'Antoni system, but I feel like his talents are being wasted by him having to create for others when he can easily drop 35 every game if he wanted to. Yeah. So you had CP3 there, which was a great running mate, and yes, CP3 dealt with injuries and stuff, but <clears throat> the Rockets were they – took, they, took, they played smarter with CP3 to me is that he would get the mid-range shots. He would get the layups. Like, he would get the backdoor cuts. He would get all that. Now it's either, like, it's five out. We take a three no matter what, no matter how much time is on the shot clock. And it's just stupid basketball that's just not going to win. But Harden wanting to force his way to the Nets, I get it. You're 32 years old. You want to win. But I just thought you had a little bit more, you know, fight in you that you wouldn't want to just go be the third option after being the number one guy and winning MVP. But if you want to go there, go there. I want to see you go there because then this the amount of pressure that comes with that is monumental. You got to win at that point. If you force your way to Brooklyn to play with your, your boy KD and Kyrie, you have to win. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear nothing else about if the Nets don't win a championship. I don't want to hear nothing about oh we was a new team. I don't want to hear none of that. Like I said before, he don't have to do as much if he go there. So yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think he'll be the third option. The option ain't gonna matter. They are gonna have an offense that all of them get they they chance at the at the the possessions. So it's just gonna be a three way, you know, bucket uh, session for all three of them. And yeah, you don't want to see that. But let me just say this about James Harden real quick. I agree with uh, mostly everything that you said. But I'll just say, too, I think James Harden, in his mindset when he went to Houston in the first place was, I'm now about to lead the league in scoring, and I'm trying to win MVPs, and I'm trying to break some records. That was his, that was his goal, and if I, hopefully I win a championship. And that's what he's been doing for the last eight, nine years. And now – he, he knows it's not going to work anymore. He, he, yeah, he realizes, like Kobe told him, it's not going to work if you're the only person uh, handling the ball all game and took, taking all the shots. 
Kobe and Jordan had to buy into the Phil Jackson mindset of we know how great you are, but you got to get these guys wanting to want to play and want to win by you getting them more involved in the game. So, yeah, so Kobe had to do that. Like when he got away from Shaq, he had to learn that he was doing – he was averaging 35 uh, and, and 36 and all of that and, and, and scoring titles every year. And then he had to realize, all right, bro, I'm going down the first round. I'd rather sacrifice for my teammates and win championships. So that's exactly what we started doing once he got to Pau Gasol and all that. So um, I just didn't feel like James Harden bought into the – I wanted to break records. I wanted to be in the scoring conversations and all of that. And now he decided to be a winner. And, yeah, he's not going to win, though, uh, in, the, in Houston. So why waste three, four, five more years if you saw your peers, LeBron, Kevin Durant, and all of these dudes take the easy way out and say, I'm teaming up and I'm trying to go win a championship that way. They all did it, bro. So I can't be mad at James Harden. He's tagging along now. What you got to say, people? Hey man, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. I feel like everything was aligned. Um, I, I guess what Kobe told him is you can't win that way. It's finally hit him. You know, he tried to defend himself when Kobe said that, but the proof is in the pudding, bro. That type of offense is not gonna win a championship. Period. It's not organized basketball. When it all boils down to it, street ball don't work in the NBA when it's come time to win a ring. So, I mean, honestly, I'm with CD, man. I want to see it because. There, there's no way you can back up out of that with three stars, three dominant stars to say, nothing. man, we no. didn't have enough time to gel or right. this person was cramping up. Or <laughs> right. Kyrie Irving decided he didn't want to play basketball no more because there's a lot of social injustice going on. There's no excuse to play ball. Yeah, they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned. They're going to be one of the best teams to have three dudes get together. They're going to be a good team, but you got you to gotta, you gotta think, though, too, man. They're all they're going to be a perimeter-based team, which when it comes to the playoffs, yeah, you have those three elite guys on the wing. Oh, see, Kevin Durant is an inside-out player. So is James Harden. He gets to the cup more than anybody in the league. And Kyrie is one of the best finishers in the league. So how is it just perimeter? What, what I'm saying is they don't they don't have anybody that they can throw the ball to on the low post and get a bucket every time. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant coming off Achilles, we don't even know what he's going to look like. He In can probably NBA, do- he's going to look like the same person he was. Watch. Hey, father time is undefeated, and Achilles injury is no joke. So this league is soft as hell for Kevin Durant. He ain't worried about shit, bro. Watch this shit. What he about to do? I, I mean, like I say, I, I want to see it, but I, I think, I mean, I think I just if they crumble, I can't wait to you know watch like the interviews afterwards and stuff because there will be no excuses for Harden because you 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 already you know hide in the playoffs in general. Like you got away this year against OKC. Because you know they made some stupid play calls. Because you you about you choked in the game seven, you know. Got to give him credit for one thing though, CD. Because you don't never oh blocking Luke Dort shot. Nah, he nah, blocked. Nah, nah, I said <laughs> you don't never give him credit for anything. But there's one thing you got to give him credit for. He almost beat the Warriors. He was up three two on them, and Chris Paul got hurt, bro. Did you remember? Do you remember that? And that was with Kevin Durant, wasn't it? They would have beat. They lost with Kevin Durant, right? No, they lost to the Warriors without Durant. 
Yes, yes, I'm saying. But with the Kevin Durant that year, before that, they was up 3-2, and then Chris Paul got hurt, and then they lost because James Harden – well, they, they doubled up on James Harden. He missed all them threes. He, he didn't he, – he, he looked shitty, but I'm just saying – if they if Chris Paul didn't get hurt though, CD, they they was about to beat the Warriors, bro. He shouldn't have been taking all them stupid threes. He should have been going to the I cup, agree. like he does, and gets his twenty some free throws a game. But once again, James Harden scared of the moment, disappearing when he got a lead and can't close the job. I'm I'm tired of seeing you drop sixty on the Knicks in the Hornets in regular season and then you get in the playoffs and you ain't dropped you ain't did it once yeah so how good are you really hold on real quick huh go ahead yeah that that's just my only thing with Harden, man like i see you dropping 60 50 doing all that in the regular season but then you get in the playoffs and you don't do none of that but he was doing he was doing good, CD, and then he ran into the Warriors each year. You got to say I need I don't I don't need James Harden to be good, right? If you win MVP, I need you to be great. I need that James. I need that fifty point dagger to put a team away. You was up three two, put him away. I I, I would agree with that. I, what you waiting on? If CP if CP three is not playing, who else is gonna score? You James need Harden has not, he's never been great in the playoffs. So I give He you was that. going against, like you said before, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, bro. Go get 50 like you do in the regular season. I feel you, CD. Kobe and Jordan would have went and got it, but James Harden ain't them. Yeah, he he's not. That's why it's probably best for him to go be the third option in Brooklyn where he can hide. I think, and he'll, be, I think he'll be second option, but the option, and, you can't and, do that. And Kyrie stop stop, stop dividing, conquering, man. They don't got to be no options, bro. It's all about just who. He's going to be the third option because you're going to a new team. And you cool coming off that. Achilles, bro, I think he's going to gladly take the third option. He don't handle the ball like that anyway. Before we end this, though, right. I think Kevin Durant is all forward. But knowing how Kyrie at, I don't think Kyrie want him. Me too. He don't want who? James Harden? I don't believe Kyrie wants James Harden, bro. <laughs> Look, bro, you he, think James Harden? Will, Kyrie, of course, he signed uh-huh. off on it already. That's why James Harden wants to go there. You know this already. Kyrie willing to give that ball to KD, but he ain't gonna be willing to give it to people, bro. I just don't he see is, that. Bro. Yes, he is, bro. Don't speak that on Kyrie, bro. I don't know, man. I, they, they also saying the Rockets want a Kyrie back if they gonna trade Harden. Yeah, they can say, of course, they're gonna ask for that, but that's not gonna happen. Give me Kyrie. I trade you. They asked him for that, but that's not gonna happen. But anyway, so let's move on to the next topic, man. Since uh, I guess we'll, we'll get on the Kyrie uh, um, topic since um, since you spoke on my guy at the end. So um, yeah, so Kyrie said, you know, he said back like months ago, you know, that uh, I, I don't know the exact quote, so I'll paraphrase, but basically. I'm glad to have you, Kevin Durant, because now I got somebody else other than myself that I could trust at the end of a game to close out a game um, or close out the clutch moments and stuff like that. So um, paraphrasing. But so um, and now LeBron has finally spoke on it because he went on Tyson, I mean, uh, Chandler. Um, what's his name? Shannon Fry. Shannon Fry. Yeah. Channing Fry and uh, Richard Jefferson show. And uh, he spoke on it. So. So, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, real quick, Kyrie 
was definitely being petty when he said it. You know, he was just taking a little jab. You know, he's happy to have Kevin Durant on his team. Him and LeBron wasn't friends. Kevin Durant is his real friend. And, yeah, and that's how he really feels also because in the biggest moment of LeBron and his life, he won the championship by hitting the biggest shot in the world that most people have not even done in a game seven, hit the game winner of the game. So, yeah, he, he did what he did, and he, could, he, he should feel good about that. And me, the media constantly is always attacking Kyrie for everything that comes out of his mouth. And uh, so now I understand. Well, and we can also talk about, you know, I'll, I'll segue into the, the media. So Kyrie also announced today, you know, through an email or something, uh, through, his, through his agent or somebody, that he doesn't want to speak with the media like that this year. And he would rather forego the media sessions and stuff like that. So, and, and um, yeah, that's just Kyrie's personality. And I don't, I don't have a problem with that. There's just some guys that's just like that. So, um, but, um, so, yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, so I'll just let y'all get into it, man. Um, and then we can talk about it. Go ahead. We want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was kind of funny that he said that. Cause I mean, Kyrie acting like he ain't played with nobody, but to his defense, <laughs> to his, to his defense LeBron really don't want to take the last second shot. So in that context, yeah, I do understand that you say that, but Kyrie is saying it like he hasn't played with another great player. Like LeBron is a great player and probably his best teammate to this date until you got a Kevin Durant. So you can't act like you didn't play with a guy that was right there with you in the thick of things and y'all won a championship together. So I just thought it was funny. Um, I feel like don't LeBron get should credit from the not media. even. He doesn't, he didn't, he didn't, he don't, he didn't get credit at all. Like, I feel like once he, when he hit that shot, everybody just was like, LeBron came back from 3-1. He had the block, like the block overshadowed the actual shot. Game winning step shot. That, that yeah. Kyrie hit. And and that was that was crazy to me because that was that was the t- that put the da- that was literally the dagger in the Warriors. The Warriors, yeah, were through. They were they were already running That's on Steph Curry's face. Yeah, he took he took Steph Curry to the prom, and then stepped back. Didn't Steph win MVP that year? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, then seventy three and uh, nine with MVP, and then he hit the yeah. three in Steph Curry's face, and nobody cares, bro. Yeah, they they should have. They yeah, it was um it was definitely um a huge shot, like one of the biggest shots I've seen in yeah. uh in the finals that I've that I've ever seen a player just not get any credit for. Like nobody even talks about it. Like that's the part that's just so shocking to me is that the balls that it took for him to take that shot. First of all, it was a step back off of one leg into the shot clock in a game seven on the road against the heavily favored Warriors. That's got to mean, that's got to count for something, man. So I can kind of feel Kyrie that he feels like he I hasn't. People get blocks at the end of games. Right. That. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel block. like a lot of people don't give, you know, he didn't, he didn't like, say so he didn't get the credit that he deserved for that shot. I feel like that was a, a like a huge shot in finals history that nobody even talks about. It's literally got swept under the rug and everybody, all the highlights that you see from that series is LeBron blocking Iguodala 
and getting credit for the chase down block. Like that's really like all they talk about, which is crazy to me. Him screaming with the trophy saying he did it for Cleveland or whatever. Right. And it's like no mention of Kyrie at all. So I can kind of understand, you know, how he felt. But that's I just felt like talks, that's why he says what he says and takes little slick jabs or him and Kevin Durant are on a podcast together because they're tired of the media only having the narrative and it's always a narrative that's in LeBron's favor and never in theirs. They're just the bad guys in the media. So I understand why you're going to talk. Go, go ahead, people. You, I know you got a lot to say. Talk. That, I mean, that's what that's what all superstars, they got a sidekick. The number one guy is going to always get the praise no matter what the main guy did. I mean, even when Kobe hit big shots, they praised Shaq because who knows? Shaq might have got a block or two at the end of the game. Or he was dominant before he fouled out. It just comes with the territory. I mean, Scottie Pippen don't really get the praise that he should. Scotty ain't hit no game seven game winners, though. If he did, we would have to give him credit. Yeah, I mean, they maybe. No game seven in the finals, though. I mean, no stars. <laughs> no game winners, though. No stars has hit a big shot like that. There's always been like a role player. It just so happened that Kyrie Irving's a star. They hit the shot. But normally, this is a role player that happens to be wide open who right. bears the shot. Might not be a game seven. That's yeah. a big shot. But for me, um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, was, I, I get what Kyrie Irving was saying about, you know, he's had, he hasn't had a teammate that he felt confident about that could hit the big shot besides himself. And um, I'm not going to say LeBron James is a closer because he's not. But he's not, he's not a closer shooting the basketball. If you're talking about getting to the cup for a game winner, he was capable of doing that. But hitting big shots. I agree with him. No, you, you've never had that before. But I don't think that you should throw some shade and whatever. It's, it's just pointless, to be honest with you. And to be honest, LeBron sound like a little bitch even commenting on it because, hey, man, I done moved on. I got a championship. You need to get you a championship. You and KD, I see y'all boys in the finals, bro. Like, I, I felt like, why you felt betrayed? I don't really think you and Kyrie Irving rock like that anyway. Now, I did see an article where Brun said all he ever cared about was Kyrie being great and wanted to be a great teammate to him. And maybe he did. I don't really know. But being that Kyrie Irving, maybe Kyrie Irving is a look to himself. Maybe he just succeeded that way because he's, you know, introvert or something like that. I, I don't know. They wasn't friends, bro. LeBron said that. I, I, no, I'm just saying, like, I, don't, I don't think that Brun, I don't think LeBron ever looked at Kyrie Irving as a threat. Or taking over Cleveland. He didn't look at. He also didn't want him to be the MVP either. That, that's bullshit. I, I don't. He said he wanted him to be the MVP. Who who really knows, bro? Like, I understand. Like, podcast. I really do feel like LeBron James wanted Anthony Davis to be the star this year because he knew he couldn't carry the team. Full, he well, he full wanted him to be the star physically, but LeBron wants the credit, and that's exactly what he got. But here's the thing: people got to understand something too. He can't control the media. The media is going to talk about what they want to talk about. What, 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 LeBron, what is LeBron supposed to say? Hey, do not talk about me. Talk Who about Anthony the media, Davis. Pat? You talking about LeBron? Yeah, he can't. LeBron control does the control the media, bro. No, bro. The media is gonna take any story they want to and run with it. He yeah, just they, don't say they, it's always, Why are they all in LeBron's favor? He's the star of the league, bro. They do that to all of them, bro. When Kobe was the star of the league, he did not. He had a bunch of uh, stories written about him that was in not in his favor all the time. Niggas was hating on him all the time. Brian gets stories is not a, always a good happy ending about him too, bro. He just don't speak on them. But if it's They're if it's just, ten of them, nine of them are for LeBron and only one against him. Whereas Kobe, it was more like a six four type of split type thing. Well, you know why Kobe got that. We all know right. why. 
he stopped being the, the golden child. Even Jordan got more critiqued more than LeBron does, though. I mean, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I feel like LeBron James, he gets the pass for a lot of things that he shouldn't get the pass for. That block was not bigger than Kyrie's shot, but it just so happens that that's what they play. And it I was great defense, but it was a great, it was a bigger shot, in my I opinion. I don't mean literally that he can control the media. I'm saying yeah. he controls the narrative in the media. And I think LeBron got, I think he got paid, some of the media guys paid off or, or Rich Paul and them are, are, are inviting them to their weddings and stuff like that. And, or, you know, just whatever it is, bro. But these dudes is, um these dudes clearly are all in a, uh, in cahoots with LeBron in some way, bro, because they they don't say nothing negative about the dude. And and for example, um, why, why I agree with Kyrie today, I watched on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith goes crazy on on Kyrie Irving. Uh, then you watch uh, ESPN's headline. Uh, Stephen A. Smith goes off in all caps on Kyrie Irving. And then when I watch it, he's going off on Kyrie about not just not wanting to talk to them, just not preferring not to speak to the media throughout this year. And and then I continue to watch the show, and he talks about James Harden not being uh, – And he's, first of all, he, he screamed at the top of his lungs about Kyrie for like 10 minutes straight. So then he talks about uh, James Harden, and then James Harden been at the strip club uh, with uh, Meek Mill and – and uh, all uh, yeah, baby, baby getting them yeah, all of these um places. And we talked about James Harden uh, being at the strip club and all that. He was just quiet and calm, and he just said, "Yeah, I don't agree with him being at the strip club, but da da da." But he's missing out on his whole team's practices and all of that stuff, and because and he's just out there partying. So he should be screaming about that, but more than he's screaming about Kyrie just not wanting to talk to the media. Bro. Me personally, I feel like you're getting paid top dollar. You're an athlete. You got to watch the image or, or the signs that you put out for other people that's looking up to you. Kyrie does need to understand he is a a figure. Like, kids idolize him. Yeah. So when you carry yourself a certain way, you got teenagers to see that. You got college players to see that. Bro, you the highest paid player on the damn team. It's your team or one, you know, you and KD's team. If the media is asking you questions that you don't want to answer, just don't answer them. But to say you don't want to talk to the media at all, I just don't see that. Now, I'm not going to say fine him if he don't show up or none of that. I'm not trying to take money out of the man's pocket. But this is what you signed up for, bro. I feel like the only, the only reason why he, he yelling about Kyrie, though, because Kyrie always said the damn media, bro, about doing something. Not for him, though. I mean, he didn't ask to be in the media. That's them, bro. You know. He's always in there, bro, for doing something awkward or causing some type of rift in the locker room or, you know, not socializing with his teammates at all. That's the narratives, bro. I mean, it, it had to be. You about Dennis Rodman, bro? Hey, why Dennis Rodman was allowed to be so uh, so crazy and wild, but and everybody just had yeah, Dennis Rodman produced. Right. Oh, Kyrie never don't. He don't produce. Never I'm not produce. saying Kyrie don't produce, bro, but you know how I feel about Kyrie, man. You just don't win. Kyrie puts up good numbers, but it's just not winning basketball with him, bro. I don't know why, but it's just, Kyrie, just winning games with him. Kyrie is, is a better basketball player than Dennis Rodman was, bro. Oh, I'm just saying Dennis knew his role, bro. You going to come in on, on a drunk night, Dennis Rodman giving you 20 rebounds, bro. You you gonna take that, bro? On a crazy night, whatever you call Kyrie, whatever's wrong with Kyrie, 
he's doing what he's doing. All started in game seven game winners, bro. Then it's right. All of a okay, bro. Waiting on a damn garbage rebound when somebody was shooting the game winning shot. Let, in game six. let me let me let me break it down like this, bro. When you look at the Miami Heat, you can tell those players they embrace Jimmy Butler. What Jimmy Butler say pretty much go. Outside of like Haslam, you know, Dun you done has got that pool too. He's been there. You're a dinosaur. You've been there forever. Hold on, but what you mean? Like, Jimmy Butler is is just – what is he saying, uh, man? man? What, what is he doing to make everybody – What I'm saying is, bro, Jimmy Butler is – He's a culture changer. He did change the culture of the Heat. You got to give him credit for that. Jimmy Butler, bro, they Eric go out – Buster always has a good culture. Go ahead, people. Man, them boys weren't fighting like that last nah, year. Nah, he made them boys Them boys go out there and fight for – hero, bro. They got, a, they got Bam came up this year. It's because of Jimmy Butler. He got – They the all ball. got better, though. Oh, hell, they nah. bought in. I'm telling you, bro. They bought into yeah, the what's going on. Oh I mean, Aaron Spoelstra, uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn, all these dudes were solid. Jimmy Jimmy was solid. didn't have to be there. They was gonna be good. He's that piece to make the team work, bro. It's like the right. Celtics. If the Celtics want to be great, they gotta buy into what Marcus Smart is saying. He like the leader of that team. He might not be the best player on the team, but the leader of the team is either gonna be like Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart. And when Kyrie, Kyrie don't embrace guys enough to. To be a leader, bro. Like, no offense, but who, who rocks with dude? You don't never hear anybody be like, oh man. Evan Durant is the best player in the world and he's and he rocks with him. I mean, that's now. Kevin Durant is a flip-flop type of dude. He just always nah, has he's just playing with some flip-floppy players, bro. I, mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I guess I was talking about Russell Westbrook as far as that, but go ahead. I don't I don't think Kyrie is I mean, I think he's a great basketball player, but like Pat said, I don't, I don't see him being a leader because he, he I don't think, I don't think he, he has like a, a firm leadership style. I'm not saying that he can't be a leader, but when you look at the teams that he's been on, you don't see everybody like following his lead. It's more so him just being a loner. And that's been like the story of his whole career. Like he's a great player in his own right, but I don't like say for the Celtics, I don't I didn't see them following him. I felt like they were a more cohesive team without him this year. And you saw a big step forward by the younger guys and Jalen and Tatum. Their games went to a whole nother level. And not saying that Kyrie was anything bad for the Celtics. They were gonna go to that level anyway. Said they're in their third year, man. Yeah, but I still don't feel like they would have been able to do that with Kyrie there. To be honest with you, I think they needed him gone in order for they them. Need somebody not as good as Kyrie, like Kimba Walker. But go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, those dudes they was really the friend. They really the the cornerstone pieces of that franchise. Kyrie was brought in to help them win, but he I don't think he was ever considered like the franchise guy there. Tatum asked to go there. Tatum Tatum was the guy for Danny Ainge and, and he knew that. Tatum was the guy. He's he been saying it all there, along. So I feel a bad guy to go with. Say it again. He ain't a bad guy to go with. No, no, he's definitely not. Like, he definitely he's not like Tatum, bro. He, he's he definitely been the guy. They drafted him. They didn't they didn't ask for Kyrie. Kyrie asked for a trade. They was like, oh snap, we can grab Kyrie real quick. And that's what right. happened. That's all. But that that's that's just all I'm saying. Like say, I'm not saying like Kyrie's not um like say a bad player at all. I just don't see many players following his lead when he's the main guy. I feel like he's better suited being that secondary scoring option like he will be this year next to an elite scorer like KD. 
but the team is going to follow what KD says. They're not going to listen to Kyrie because I don't think Kyrie has a genuine leadership style about him. He's more so, I'm going to do my thing. Y'all see it. And then I'm, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm not really like with the whole team camaraderie thing. Like, I agree with everybody having to be a certain type of dude. As yeah, that's, leader. and that's just him. That's, that's all I'm saying. Fair, that's just bro. him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just like, saying that's not him. But my people thing to, for people that took a rebel against a guy, because he's not that talkative or, or and he doesn't want to be your best friend, that's just whack to me. Well, why are you rebelling this dude? If he's a better player than you, he's the best player. So you should be just get, you should listen to whatever he has to say, even though he don't deliver it as best way. Just like Kobe, he had that problem too. People got pissed off at Kobe and didn't like Kobe at certain times. But um, yeah, because he, he, he didn't embrace people and he didn't never hung out with them. But at the end of the day, you got to realize this dude is the best player and I should listen to him. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. You got to rally the troops, man. I mean, you look at what Chris Paul did with OKC. You don't think that was because of him? I mean, I ain't talking about what Chris Paul did offensively. I'm just mean to get that team in order to follow some type of uh, uh, strategy to win basketball games. And for me, bro, when I think of Kyrie Irving in the locker room, I think of, Shit, 12 guys over here chit-chatting and one guy over here getting this stuff, getting ready to get up out of here. I dropped a 30-piece tonight. We lost. There's nothing to talk about, bro. Like, I really do feel like they don't embrace Kyrie because he don't want that big brother role. Some guys are A-list skill, but more like a B-list leader. I'm not really a leader like that. I'm just a good guy that can score. I agree with you. I agree with you, bro. But listen, yeah, he got to be with KD. I think it's perfect for him too. To be honest with you, I agree with you, bro. But one thing that Kobe had for five championships that Kyrie does not have and hasn't had, and what he needs, and you're and with you to your point is Kobe had Derek Fisher, bro. He was the guy who rallied the troops and and was big brother and got behind everybody and said, "What's up, bro? You 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 good?" Da, 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 da. When Kobe he, he had to let them know, yeah, Kobe, you know he be in his own zone, bro. You know, don't mind Kobe. You know he, he still fuck with y'all, but he's not gonna talk to y'all all the time. And Derek was the yeah. guy who's gonna talk to y'all all the time. So uh, Kyrie needs that, bro, because he's just not that kind of guy who's gonna be the rally the troop guy. Everybody doesn't have that. And uh, and I don't know uh, who was rallying the troops with MJ. Was he was. MJ was punching Steve Kerr in his goddamn mouth. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he was rallying his troops. Uh, MJ, MJ probably led by example, bro. I, I don't know. Right. Uh, if, I, if I had to pick somebody to rally the troops, it probably would be like, by example the way what they play. It's probably it's probably say like Ron Harper or somebody, man. Ron Harper or Horace Grant. And when it all boiled down to it, Phil Jackson. Yeah, there what it I is. Say, what, I, what I say move, you move, David. Or right. I don't need Yeah. Yeah, but Phil, Phil will sit back though and let stuff boil over just to see how the team could, you know, recover from it. I mean, he did that with the Lakers too. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew he knew Shaq and Kobe had an ongoing feud, and, and he would literally sit there in film sessions, let them dudes go at it, and wouldn't step in and say y'all chill out or nothing. He just let them like go at it, and then let them figure it out afterwards. So right. Phil will sit back and let the players kind of figure out, you know, that's just kind of his style and his coaching style, you know, is to let the players figure it out. Like even you saw like during games, like he's not one of those coaches that takes a quick timeout when they take, when they get a big, uh, when they get down big, he'll, he'll sit on the sideline and he'll let them figure, they'll go down 15, he'll let them figure it out and he'll just sit there and and be like, all right. 
Right. If y'all lose, hey, it's on y'all. It's not on me. So yeah. I don't yeah, know, man. Exactly. It's different styles, man. It's different styles. But I um I'm interested to see like how this thing whole works out, man. I, I'm 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 ready for the season to get back started because there's a lot of teams that are getting back healthy. Like I said, hate to see Clay Thompson out, but I'm interested to see how the Nets look out there out east because I feel like um a lot of people are like, you know, hyping them up, you know, and do right because they do have two, you know, superstar players on their team, but it's still like chemistry is underrated. And, you know, I like I like the Nets team. I think they got, you know, decent depth right now, especially with the two bigs. You got Levert, you brought Joe Harris back, you got Dinwiddie. I just feel like I feel like they got enough. Honestly, I mean, if you go get Harden, yeah, that's great. But you're gonna decimate your entire team in doing that. So it better work. I would do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. I want to see it. I'm 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 always eager to watch a super team or three superstars on one team. Like I'm I'm always That's eager why to the watch. The trade that. is gonna go through because Levert and Dinwiddie are are solid enough to, to for that trade to be good. And then if, if I'm Houston, I'm I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I would I would get more than no choice. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Levert from trading the MVP. Yeah, Allen. James Harden can make injury on y'all due to Kawhi Leonard on y'all. Be done. Yeah. He can do what he want to do, man. But like I say, you better win. <laughs> you better win. You better win. All right, so let's move on, man. Um, Kyrie not want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, we pretty much about. covered it all with the basketball shit. <clears throat> all right, so yeah, so well, Duke lost. Say again? Duke lost. I, I told you. Illinois is putting that work on him, man. Mm. All right, so anyway, so we'll transition into the um, to a couple of little boxing topics real quick. Uh, and we won't spend too much time on it. But uh, first off, Floyd Mayweather agreed to fight Logan Paul, and that's just a, that was just some annoying news for me, um, especially since he fought that kickboxer, the Japanese kickboxer. Dude, I was pissed off to watch that stupid shit. And uh, yeah, bro, Floyd is just doing anything for a fucking check, and at this point, man, he's he's ruining his legacy. And uh, I just feel like Floyd is now just just a, it's like a, he's just associated like with a clown emoji at this point, bro. If you keep taking this dumb ass shit, you're literally fighting a dude with no fucking boxing experience. So it's just a trash matchup, man. Go ahead and talk about it, man. Yeah, fighting a goddamn YouTuber. Bro. If they don't give Floyd some money to, to, to punish somebody who shouldn't even be in the ring with him, he's going to take the money. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at him for downgrading his, you know, his skill to even fight a chump like this. But, I mean, they're going to give a dude $10, $20 million to go in there and school somebody in three rounds. No, they're going to give him like 80, 90, 100. He's going to take it, bro, because Floyd May- Mayweather is a, is a uh, opportunist, bro. You know, he yeah. is the real, he the real big cap. Yeah. And, you know, it's, he's just going to take off, bro. Like, I, I can't be mad because he's finna get the bag. But I'm mad because it's like, bro, why even waste your time? If you really want to incite people, fight Manny. I don't want to see you fight this dude no more. I want to see you and Manny Pacquiao. He ain't going to fight Manny, though, because he don't want to get beat. Because Manny can probably beat him. I want to see you fight somebody that can give you a, a, a run, bro. I don't want you I agree. to go fight with Manny. Fight Keith, not, uh, Spencer. I mean, what's his name? Uh, what's my man? Uh, Errol Spence. Fight Errol Spence then, Floyd. He can fight nobody. Nah, he don't. He don't. Floyd need to stay right where he at, at the crib, do whatever you do, 
go be a trainer, go go be a coach, whatever you want to do. But you don't need to come out. Like, what what are you fighting this dude for? What, it's not proving anything. I feel like it's a waste of time, and it's and it's a it's a blemish on your on your like your whole image, man. Like, why? Yeah, Floyd don't give a damn about no image. You give a damn about that bank account. Man, you already rich. You done made more money. Than this money in this bank. Fucking up your name, bro. You fucking up the Floyd Mayweather name. Bro. Right. You, you, done, you done made a ton of money, man. How much more money do you need? I mean, all of it, said. I'm not watching that world. garbage. He won't. He won't get my money because I feel like that's complete garbage. I don't. I don't want. I'm. I'm literally done. I'm not buying with, that shit. With, the of, with the sport of boxing. To be honest with you, I'm done with the sport of boxing. Yeah, that shit is looking like trash. That I. That hated that Dirty Garcia and Errol Spence fight. Uh, Danny, Danny was out of his league. I'm done. Yeah, this was Danny five years ago. Maybe would have been a better fight. I mean, I I'd rather see like rappers fight at this point. You know what I'm saying? I I'd rather pay to see like some some rappers fight. Like dudes that had beef. Like let's get Ja Rule and Fifty Cent in the ring. Like yeah, I watched that. I'd rather watch that than right. than Floyd Mayweather than against Logan Paul. Like yeah, put that out there. I, I'd rather I'd rather see stuff like that. To be honest with you. Yeah. Man, and all right, so let's transition also. Antonio Tarver called out the other Paul brother. Um, that'll be a nah, problem. Called out Tarver, I believe. Nah, it was the other way around. Tarver called Tarver, him out? Tar- after he knocked out Nate Robinson, Tarver said, get in the ring with a real fighter. Yeah. I just feel like boxing is just getting silly at this point, man. It's it's it's, it's doing just- anything to get a chance. I mean, what's next, man? Who 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 are we gonna bring George Foreman out? You know, to fight Holyfield? Like, it's, it's Holyfield getting... is next, bro. All right, man. It's just getting silly at this point, man. Don't nobody want to see that. I don't want to see no yeah, old Jones, Tyson was fucking terrible. I I don't want to see that. Tyson look Tyson looked good to be honest with you. Yeah, he for his did. age, he looked good, but the yeah, Roy Jones looked terrible in the fight. Was the terrible. whole the whole thing was I was more excited about the undercard than I already knew the main fight was going to be garbage. Once I heard the rules that you know if somebody get cut, it's over with. No knockdowns. We yeah, won't have no rules. And, and then all of fitting just like boxing style, it ends in a draw. Right. When it, that was because they were trying to set up another one with that goofy ass. Right. When it was clear as day that Tyson won the little like garbage. Every round, nigga. It, it, I mean, Floyd, I mean, not Floyd. Uh, Roy was literally out of breath after the first 30 seconds. Like, Roy Roy was like he drunk 20 beers before the fight. The body surprised Roy didn't get knocked out. Breath out of him. What'd you say, Bo? The body shots was knocking the breath out of him. But to be honest with you, when I watched the fight, it looked like Mike was holding back. Like, I really think he could. Yeah, because he knew he couldn't hit him in the head. He knew he couldn't hit him in the head. He really could have towed his face up a few he times. Bro. With them body shot. He would have been knocked out. He took a body shot on him. He refused to really he punish him. He, I really that, they had those whack rules, man. It was one of the rounds where Roy threw some and Mike kind of like got up out of it, slid up out of it, but the, the, the eye coordination and the hand coordination was there, bro, because he could have really decked him. But I knew Tyson was trying to, you know, carry the fight, bro. I just wanted people to see a decent fight. But you saw pretty much what you saw in this fight with Tyson hitting him in the body is what you would have saw 10 years ago. Mike would have wore his body out, and eventually he would have just punished him, bro. He would have knocked him out in the first round 10 years ago. Right. It would have never been anything to even discuss. I'm, I'm it would have been a five-second fight. 
I was never, I was never high on Roy Jones, even during his prime. I just thought that he was in a watered down division, to be honest with you. There wasn't no real threats to go against. He was he out there the playing with whatever, whatever was there. Right, that's what I'm saying, man. That's why I, I just feel like he he was he was a good fighter because there was no one else as good as him. Yeah, I mean, you had the B hops, the Winky Rice. Right. You, I mean, come on, man. And they was avoiding each other. Right. Really, they was, yeah. Tarver was that guy he just couldn't happen to squeeze out of not fighting. And to be yeah. honest with you, you know, you're a real boxer, man. You you know Tarver really punishing his ass the first fight. He won both fights. Yeah. Right. He did the first fight. That's why he knocked him out the second fight. You know, second that was the luckiest punch I ever saw in my life. He was not looking. He was staring at his feet, and he just threw an overhand and, and looked up and was like, oh, shit, I knocked that nigga out. But I, 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 I got to give him that. Uh, he, he'd be getting a lot of credit for that knockout. Like, it was – he premeditated. This is my, my opinion. Them dudes been boxing for a long time. So when they throw a punch, they know where the punch is going. Now, whether they was looking or they was dodging – that might be one thing, but I honestly do feel like Tarvin knew exactly where he was hitting. He just wasn't looking at him. It just go so watch, happened. Go watch that shit again, him, man. Caught him too clean, bro. It's kind of like how um, Marquez knocked out knocked out my boy Manny that time facing the campus. I thought Manny was dead. He was staring dead at Manny <laughs> when he, he rocked that nigga though. Yeah, he did, bro. Who, who was that 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 uh that knocked Hopkins out the ring? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I, I remember I was watching that joint. Now I, I, I watched it on Reap. That that joint had me crying because I he, he, the low, he got up out the ring and was like, "Man, he pushed me. Man, he pushed me." <laughs> right. Hey man, he hit that concrete there at the bottom. Hey man, he fought. You know where the fuck he was at? He had him out there on the table where the judges was at, bro. Like sleep. He fought way past his prime. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 he got he, you know, he was actually he fought a younger dude though. I forget who he fought, but it was a younger, it was a younger guy. I think he was, was older than by at least like dude. 10 years. Who? I, I don't remember his name, but it was a Hispanic dude, wasn't it? I believe so, but he was older than by like 10 years or so. Yeah, man. B Hop was 50 years old, fighting 45 years old and all that. Man, you watch that fight, bro. He pushed B Hop out the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He pushed him all right. <laughs> with that oh, guy right. Hot, boy. He about killed he him. He was knocked out before he ever left the ring. <laughs> right. About killed him. All right, man. Let's leave it there, man. We appreciate y'all watching, man. Uh, we'll do another show in a few days, man. Um, so, yeah, just uh, keep sharing the videos, man. Keep liking the videos, man. And make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button if you're new, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Any last words? Yeah, man. I got some last words, bro. For real, for real. If you ain't sharing, then you hating, bro. Right. Come on, get it on down with the eyeball. You fuck with us, you know what I'm saying? Hit the share button, man. Hit the like button. You know what I'm saying? Tell a friend, tell a friend, man. We really know our, you know what I'm saying, our sports knowledge. We don't just be talking. We really watch everything. And we really play, you know what I'm saying? So we always been keeping up. And that's why we decided to do this, because that's all we do is just talk sports, like, all day long. All every day, all day, all week, all month, all year, every year. So we're the barbershop of sports over here, bro. Yeah, Man, bro. No, so, and if it wasn't but this COVID shit, we would have been in person doing doing this shit live the whole time. So yeah, man, just continue to uh, fuck with us, man. We the grind is here, man. We we real for real. So yeah, eyeball network podcast, man. We out, man. So. Yes.